Hello everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of today's sermon is Taking and Making Opportunities. It has been said that ministry opportunities often come in disguise. We can miss them simply because we failed to recognize them. Today I want to present three disguises that may hide ministry opportunities from you and I. My goal is to help us to take those opportunities and even to make opportunities in our day-to-day living. When we think of Jesus' ministry, we may think of the obvious examples like preaching to crowds or calling somebody into discipleship saying, follow me. Now, if this is our only picture of ministry, we may miss most of our opportunities. You know, for many of us, there are few opportunities to preach, possibly even none. Or more likely, we would never look for such opportunities because we don't feel confident to preach. Similarly, we may not feel confident enough to directly invite somebody to have a spiritual conversation with us or to join us in a a discipling relationship. But many of Jesus' most profound ministry moments took place in very ordinary situations. They took place in situations that you and I often experience, like walking down a street, stopping for a rest, eating a meal. In these very ordinary moments, extraordinary ministry took place. Today, we'll look at just three examples to help us to see how God can do something truly extraordinary in our ordinary activities. So ordinary activity number one is talking to a stranger. John chapter 4 verses 4 to 10. I'll read all texts from the New Living Translation. He had to go through Samaria on the way. Eventually, he came to the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon, a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because the disciples had gone into the village to buy food. The woman was surprised for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, You are a Jew. I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, You would ask me, and I would give you living water. Now we won't read on, but if you continue to read this account, you'll see that the most amazing things followed. Jesus revealed who he is to the Samaritan woman, and she became an instant evangelist, uh, telling her whole community what had just happened. As a result of her testimony, many people put their faith in Jesus. But we're looking at beginnings today. This incredible time of ministry in Sychar, 
started with a very ordinary request. Please give me a drink. This was a very ordinary request. The woman had a bucket to draw water. Jesus did not. And we have many similar opportunities today to just start a conversation with a question like that. Could you tell me the time? Do you know what time the next bus will come? Excuse me, do you know where the nearest shop is where I could buy water? Do you know if more rain is forecast for today? These are simple questions, just examples. They're not loaded with spiritual truths. They simply open the door to a possible conversation. And that conversation could lead to a profound ministry moment. If you think about it, that woman could have ignored Jesus. She could have filled a bucket and gone home. Or she could have kindly given Jesus a drink but refused to speak to him. But she started talking and the most powerful conversation followed. And for you and I, we could ask someone a simple question and they could ignore us or the person could answer and move on. But they may not. They may start a conversation and something truly significant could happen. All we're doing here by talking to the person is opening a door. The person may not walk through it, but they may. Now, I know that when I say talk to strangers, some of us are immediately uncomfortable. Some of us are natural introverts. We find talking to strangers difficult. Others of us battle with social barriers, cultural barriers, even stranger danger, where we see strangers as potential threats. Jesus broke through two social barriers when he asked that woman for water. Firstly, it was not socially acceptable for a man and a woman to have a conversation alone. Secondly, Jews and Samaritans avoided each other because of their major religious differences. Jesus was prepared to break through those barriers to speak to a Samaritan woman. And what's interesting here is that this barrier breaking really got her attention. She was already wondering, who is this man who is prepared to speak to me? So friends, let's be prepared to break through some barriers, like our personal shyness, our prejudices, cultural norms. Let's talk to strangers. Let's open the door. Some people will walk through it. And who knows what the Lord will do. So, that was ordinary activity number one. Talk to strangers. Ordinary activity number two is allowing an interruption or a delay. This is found in Matthew chapter 20 from verse 29. As Jesus and the disciples left the town of Jericho, a large crowd followed behind. Two blind men were sitting beside the road. When they heard that Jesus was coming that way, they began shouting, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Be quiet, the crowd yelled at them. But they only shouted louder, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. When Jesus heard them, he stopped and called, What do you want me to do for you? 
Lord, they said, we want to see. Jesus felt sorry for them and touched their eyes. Instantly, they could see. Then they followed him. Now, picture the scene. Jesus and his disciples were heading out of town. Ministry in that town was over. They were probably heading out to find a place away from the crowds where they could rest. But a large crowd followed them. I wonder if some of those disciples didn't pick up the base to maybe try and get away from that crowd. And in the midst of the noise of the crowd, two blind men cried out for Jesus' attention. When Jesus heard them over the noise, he stopped and he asked them what they wanted. Two miracles followed because Jesus stopped when he heard their cry. As I read this, I wondered what I would have done. I don't like noisy crowds when I'm tired. I would probably have walked out of that town as fast as I could to get away from the people. But ministry opportunities are often disguised as interruptions and delays. I don't know if you mind having your plans interrupted or delayed. I do mind. If I have a task to do, I like to focus on it and get it done. I, I usually have a list of things to do each day and my goal is to get them all done that day. If I'm going somewhere, I don't like being delayed. I was trained to be early, not just on time. So I really don't like delays. But then the phone rings or a person comes to me to speak about something. I have to stop what I'm doing to take that call. I have to give that person some of the time that I had planned to spend doing something else. Now, in my industry days, I did some training on time management and work efficiency. I recognized two main causes of lost work time. People phoning and people walking in. So I learned to let the phone ring to voicemail and to close my door. Now I'm having to unlearn those lessons. As those recorded messages that we hate say, your call is important. Your coming to me is important. Now, quick testimony. I recently took a call that I really didn't want to take and it resulted in a significant ministry opportunity. It cost me a couple of hours, but it was so worth it. I was so glad that I took that call. As I got back to my desk to get to work, the intercom went. I really wanted to ignore it, and I did. But my conscience made me look out the window to see if I could see someone there, and, and I saw two people with magazines who were evidently looking for someone to evangelize. So I chose to ignore them. But now I wonder if I didn't miss an opportunity there. And you know what? I'll never know because I never spoke to them. Now, whenever I think about it, I wish I had answered. Reality is, we often don't know if an interruption or a delay or a cry for help will result in ministry. But I tell you this, if we ignore them, they definitely won't 
result in any ministry. So, activity, ordinary activity number two, is allowing an interruption or a delay. Ordinary activity number three is accepting an invitation. Matthew chapter 9 from verse 10. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. But when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he said, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Then he added, Now go and learn the meaning of the scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. I've I've come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. I'm pretty sure that some of those disciples were not keen to accept this dinner invitation. It wasn't that they didn't want to eat, but they didn't want to eat with this guy or his friends. This guy was a tax collector. His friends had bad reputations. But Jesus accepted the invitation, even though he was well aware of Matthew's bad reputation and the reputations of his friends. He gladly shared a meal with people who others had labeled scum. And Jesus explained his motive for accepting this invitation. These people needed ministry. And the meal would be an ideal time to minister. For the Savior, avoiding people because they've got caught up in a sin is like a doctor avoiding people because they've caught a sickness. I mean, imagine being chased away by your doctor because you're sick. Those struggling with sin need the Savior. Now, back to accepting the invitation. I remember somebody making this observation. Many of us think that we don't have time to make disciples. But we all have to eat. So why not make disciples over a meal? Friends, let's accept invitations. Who knows what will happen over that cup of coffee or that meal? Now before I conclude, I must share that I've noticed that all three of these opportunities have two things in common. Firstly, An effort or a sacrifice is required on our part to take that opportunity. Friends, to talk to a stranger, we may have to fight through a barrier of some sort. Discomfort, fear, culture, prejudice. To take that interruption, we may have to change our plans, even give up something that we had planned. There may be a cost of some sort. Taking opportunities may be simple, but it's not always easy. So as we go into our days, we need to go into the day with an open mind, an open heart, and open hands. Let's be ready to talk to strangers, to be interrupted, or delayed, or inconvenienced, and to accept invitations. 
The second common factor is that there is no guarantee of ministry. Taking opportunities like this may result in a ministry opportunity following. Or they may not. If you take the opportunity, you may have the privilege of ministering to someone. Or you may not. But if you don't take the opportunity, you definitely won't. So for me, the question is this. Will I open the door or walk through the door and just see what the Lord does? Let me summarize in closing. Some of Jesus' significant ministry moments took place in very ordinary situations. Talking to a stranger, allowing people to interrupt his plans, and accepting invitations to a meal. In the same way, we can experience significant ministry if we will take similar opportunities in our ordinary day-to-day living. Let's break through our comfort and culture barriers and speak to strangers. Let's be ready to be interrupted and to change our plans when people come to us. Let's accept invitations, even those ones that are uncomfortable. As we open the door for ministry, some people may choose to walk away, but others will walk through that door. And God could do some wonderful things through us. So let's take, let's make these opportunities.